Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, my Green Eggs and Dan listeners. As a special treat, I'm bringing you a super fun episode of one of my favorite podcasts, Add to Cart. I was a guest on the show recently. These two ladies are wild. Add to Cart is hosted by my friends Kulap Vlasic and Suchin Pak. Add to Cart looks at all the products we buy and why we buy into them. Each week, you can expect honest conversations about all the big and little things Koo and Sue add or remove from their carts. And also, you can find out what I add and remove from my cart. I had a great time on the show, and I think you'll love this series just as much as I do. To check out more episodes of Add to Cart, search for the show wherever you get your podcasts, or click the link in the episode notes. Bye. Also with that fire, boy. All right, Carters, welcome back to Add to Cart. Now, this is the show all about the things we buy and the things we buy into and what it says about who we are as a people. I'm Sujin Pak. And I'm Kulapulaisak. Sue, Zuzu, would you say adding to cart is a coping mechanism? I mean, uh, currently the only coping mechanism in my life, I-, I would say, right? Like, what other ways do I have to cope other than add to cart? Yeah. Well, I ask because today we are bringing on a very good friend of mine who has a new book coming out all about a lifelong obsession and coping mechanism. I met him when he was the star of Bajillion Dollar Properties. You may know him from the Netflix series Cobra Kai or as Falafa Phil from Kicking It. Or maybe you've had the distinct pleasure of seeing him at a comedy club near you. He is the host of the wildly delicious podcast, Green Eggs and Dan. Please add to cart. Dan Anu! Yay! Thank you so much for having me. I just want to say, when you brought up Bajillion Dollar Properties, you are the creator of Bajillion Dollar Properties. Correct. And you didn't say he was one of the stars. You said he's the star. I said starring. We may have to roll back tape. You you did say the star. I didn't say the star. You said the star. I said the star? (laughs) I met him when he was the star of Bajillion Dollar Properties. I am the star. (laughs) I I mean, I... I think you are the star, but hey, I'm just I'm just a small viewing, you know, plebe. I know I'm not creating things, you know. Okay. I mean, look, I know that most people see me as the star, but I did not know that the creator of the show saw me as the star of the show. Don't tell the other stars she calls everyone the star. Do not do that, Dan. Keep it here. Be cool, Dan. Can okay, you be okay, cool? sorry, sorry. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Dan, Dan, I want to know your style. How do, you, sir? Mm. How do you add to cart? Are you just like, you know what? Let me throw it in, throw it in a cart. Let me hit, let me pay for it. Are you laboring over each Correct. option? I'm. I don't labor too long. I'm usually a pretty impulse. It goes in the cart, and I and I buy it. I I, I do not. I don't really have like 
I rarely have a cart that has stuff in it that I'm like debating if I'm going to buy or not. It's usually wow. like stuff that I forgot to get it and then it, I just don't care about it anymore. But I'm absolutely an impulse adder to Carter. However, I haven't had to add to cart for a long time now because I'm addicted to influencing and I can't stop. I will reach out to companies to send me shit all the time. And it works? Yes. He got a Traeger. He got... <laughs> Wait, you just DM them or like, do you have a, do you have a fake assistant? First of all, Dan, this is, we are, you're in like-minded company. This is the reason of add to cart, sir. You and I, simpatico. I didn't know, though. This is the thing. I got, you know, okay, so I'm obsessed with food. Food is my obsession. And I started a food podcast. And I started posting about food on Instagram. And I remember the first thing that happened was I reached out to this grill company, Traeger, that makes like $3,000 grills. And I was like, hey, I want to buy one of your grills. Can I get a discount? And I'll, I'll do a post. This was like four years ago, five years ago. And they were like, you know what? We like your content. We're going to give you a free grill. Yeah. And when that happened, a switch <laughs> yeah. turned on in my head. And I was like, I'm never adding to a cart ever again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's become yeah. a problem. Guys, it's literally become a problem. I reached out to a fucking hot sauce company. Their hot sauce costs $3. I could have just bought the hot sauce. And now here I am on your podcast plugging Yellow Bird hot sauce because I have to. I'm like beholden now for a $3 it bottle of hot sauce. It was the cheapest social media buy Yellow Bird has ever acquired. $3. $3. And this guy will go on other people's podcasts talking about your hot sauce. Well, he didn't get one bottle, right, Danny? He didn't get one bottle. And they had to pay for shipping, the packaging. And when you add all that up, it's worth more. Can I tell you what that hot sauce goes great on? Yeah. Tonino uh, tuna fish. If you guys haven't tried Tonino tuna fish, you really got to give it a shot. <laughs> guys, I'm hawking tuna fish to get free cans of tuna fish. <laughs> this is real. They've sent me tuna fish. Okay, so now, Dan, we are just in your cart now. This is, we are inside of Dan's cart No, No actual money has been exchanged, but I will say... Value is value is being exchanged, Dan. I support you in your lifestyle. But also undervalue, undervalue. <laughs> this is a cry for help, guys. I I'm I'm starting to miss putting things in cart. What I'm like setting up lighting and shit so that I could take a picture picture of hot sauce when I should be like being creative and working. And I'm like putting the right filter on the on the red bottle of hot sauce and like Trying to make things with fucking tuna. I don't, I've, I don't even, I'm not even like a crazy tuna fish person, but someone was like, this is the best tuna fish. You got to get it. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll, I'll start hawking tuna fish. Wait, but is it the best tuna fish? First of all, it's in a jar. I, I've never, I mean, that's, that's classy. It's not a can. It's not a can. It's not a can. It's, it's not, not a can. Chicken of the sea. Let's, let's roll back down, do the plug right. <laughs> All jokes aside, hey, for all the listeners out there, Tonino Ventresca Tuna gives you the best of uh, of, of all the tuna worlds. That you, you, it's really good Sorry, tuna. Dan, of all Sorry? the tuna worlds, <laughs> let's take it again. <laughs> hey, um, all jokes aside, 
Have you ever been like, wow, I love tuna. Cool. So you're going to love tonino. It's a kind of tuna fish, um, and it's got the word tuna in it, sort of. Ton tunino tuna. Uh, no, there's no A in it. But um, but all jokes aside, tonino ventresca tuna. First of all, this is like $12 for a... I was like, you've literally made $4 after taxes. <laughs> like This is a... T- it's a $12 jar of tuna. Um, it is actually the most delicious tuna you can get. I do love tuna. European tuna used to be uh, as good as it got. This is, a, an, a, I believe it's an American company. I don't know. I mean, isn't it Italian? It's like the name is Italian. Is it not? Oh, no, wait. It says package. This is what you get for $4 of social media. <laughs> Guys, it's Costa Rican. It's a product of Costa Rica. I'm just realizing. Okay, oh take my god. Six. Dan, no, when you're ready. This, Dan, this. when you're ready. Um, okay, here we go. Hola, amigos. ¿Ustedes les gustan el tuna de Costa Rica? Nosotros aquí tenemos tonino. Tonino es el mejor tuna de Costa Rica. Pura vida. No. I liked <laughs> it. What was, no, it's fine, was... Dan. We've got it. We're going to make a few edits. I can't. No edits at all. <laughs> Pura vida. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it's it, it's becoming a problem because I I did start getting products that I don't even care for that I'm just like. Well, that's part of it, you know. That there has to be a cost, Dan. I know. But then, but so when you get it, it doesn't matter what it is. If a company sends Dan something, you feel obliged to get out your lights. <laughs> I have to, to get the light. I, the ring light comes out. It's and like, you're posting hey. about it? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, do you, are you guys looking for a for a new floral duvet cover that matches with your wallpaper? Well, look no further. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> but Hell. but but that said, I don't know. This this to me is very in line. This is the evolution of Dana Dude uh, as I know him. Um, but you still have found a way to write a book. I want you to tell us about your book, Undercooked, How I Let Food Become My Life Navigator and How Maybe That's a Dumb Way to Live. I mean, you Um, sort of already given us a taste. I think we see a bit of your book, (laughs) the inspiration of your book coming in. Just a a, a little tuna bit, you know? Yeah, a little bit. Um, Yeah, this book happened totally by mistake. I was not setting out to write a book. I did an episode of a of a hunting podcast. Uh, Steve Ranella <laughs> has the most popular hunting co- podcast in the country called Meteor. And uh, I did an episode of it. And I talked about how, you know, I went hunting once because I wanted to to get the most local, seasonal, organic food ever. And I think, you know, he's used to having like, like Joe Rogany hunters on his show. And like, I'm like a Jew from Long Island talking about hunting. And it was very funny. And the episode did very well. And my managers were like, can you write a movie about your hunting experiences? I tried to write a movie. It was no bueno. And she was like, just write an essay about it. So I wrote an essay and she's like, this is good. Do you have a couple more in you? Like about food. And it was all about how like, like just funny food adventures that I've had. So um, she was like, this could be a book. And we brought it to publishers and they were like, Dueling uh, 
What is it called? Competing, uh, competing. Yes, competing bidding war. Wow, Tiana, dude. I know it was wild, and then suddenly it's like you know, it's one of those things where you realize it cool up in our in our biz when uh, you know you sell a show and it's like this is so great, and then it's like fuck, now I got to do it. I mean, I I, so, I sort of remember it. It's been a while, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> but it was wild. It took about a year to write and. I didn't really know what the arc was going to be of it, getting into it, and it ended up being, I think, really good. And it's it's sort of like a David Sedaris-y uh, take on food. So it's all these independent essays that lead to a bigger arc, all very funny stories about food. Wow. And when does it come out, Dan? It comes out March 21st. Wow. Spring solstice. Just in time for solstice you, reading. You demanded it. You demanded it to be a spring solstice. <laughs> hey, man, some people look for summer books, not me. Now, I'm not into that summer reading. I'm uh-uh. into that solstice. That's that right. spring solstice reading. Yeah, you like to be sprung. It's sexier. <laughs> it is. It's sexier. Because it's not just light. It's a little light. It's a little heavy. It's spring solstice. Dan, let's get back into your cart. Yes, please. And I, I want to know about more things that you haven't purchased, apparently. <laughs> well, first of all, I will tell you, there is Japanese people don't play with influencers. <laughs> That is something I've realized. They don't give a fuck. So a lot of the things in my cart are things from Japan that I've reached out to, and they don't care. Like, I will reach out and be like, hello, I have a show on the Food Network, and they'll hang up on me. Like, they don't care. They don't care. They don't even read the DMs that I send them. So I actually have to buy this shit, which actually gives it so much more value. (laughs) But don't stop sending free things to Dan. Right, Don't. we still love that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. But also valuable is putting down yes. your your hard earned cash. Yes, Japanese products have become like the girl that doesn't like me, so I like her extra hard. <laughs> and there's two Japanese products that I'm obsessed with. One is Togarashi. Togarashi, I you know I'm I, I consider myself food Stradamus. I make food I make food predictions. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Why are you saying oh. this? Like I know that. That's amazing. Yes. I predicted the shishito pepper was going to have a moment. <laughs> Dan, this is so bold. I 100% predicted the shishito pepper. Wait, I'm pepper. sorry. Did you predict that <laughs> it was going to have a moment, like, uh, among the peoples that hadn't discovered it centuries ago, correct? Like, here in America. Oh, no. I was on a Ouija board, <laughs> and I was talking to the ancestors. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the people. <laughs> okay, okay. So we're talking just global. Shishito pepper had a moment, Dan, you called it. I'm going to say like 10 years ago, I called Shishido Peppers. Okay. I said, Mr. and Mrs. Shishido are onto something here. There's the uh, Russian roulette aspect of it. You don't know which one's going to be hot. It's spicy. You don't. You know. Keeps you on your toes. Do you go That's into true. one of those peppers just full right to the stem? Or do you just bite off the end to see kind of like, what am I getting myself into? Yeah, do you nibble or do you inhale? Yeah, because I have to nibble it. I've caught myself in, like, had to exit a restaurant, Mm. like, asthma attack pepper down the wrong pipe. Yes, I'm with you. I usually do the nibble, but the problem is the nibble sometimes leads you astray. That's right, because the tip can be sweet. The tip (laughs) can be sweet. Wait, what are we talking about? The tip can be sweet, and then the shaft can be just... Fire. (laughs) Explosive. Are you guys regretting having me on the podcast? No, I, I actually um, am. I'm patting myself on, on the back right now. You can't see through the Zoom. 
Anyway, one of my food predictions. Togarashi. Togarashi is a Japanese spice blend. Love it. Oh, we know. The, the, the cool thing about it is that it has seaweed in it. That's the exciting thing about it. And it goes well on everything. And I think that I feel like the trend is going to go against liquid hot sauces. Liquid hot sauces have jumped the shark. Except for Yellowbird, which is a great hot sauce, and you guys should purchase it. It's so great. You know, they don't use any artificial flavors, Yellowbird, and they don't use sugar as a thickener. They use dates. Anyway, Togarashi (laughs) is so delicious, and um, I don't think enough people know about it. Uh, Dan, I'm, I'm with you on this. I'm with you yeah. on this. It's it's really a hundred percent. Just two additions to the Togarashi conversation. Number one, I keep a, a little vial of it in my console because I like to eat in the car a lot, and you just never know a sprinkle. You know, I can't have a, a wet hot sauce, and some hot sauces yeah. should be refrigerated. I you know I don't I don't know which ones, but they're all in my refrigerator. Number two, I had added to cart a few weeks ago. Koo, I'm gluten free friendly. And there mm-hmm. was a bakery that made, and I think it's the only bakery that makes togarashi bagels. Shut up. Yes. So instead of the everything, you know, seasoning, it's togarashi. And it's delicious. So I'm going to send you the link. Super Bloom Bakery. Super Bloom. You, you, he'll, you send him the link. He'll go straight to the DMs. <laughs> straight to the DMs. Listen. I'm telling you. So it's happening already. Don't stop trying. Yes, you called it. It's happening. I'm seeing it around me. Yeah, that makes me happy. It makes me happy. Togarashi needs a moment. I I constantly have that in my cart because they won't send me free shit because they ignore my DMs. So I have to get that. The other thing that I had to get that I had to pay for recently, I actually did buy it, uh, was a Conroe grill. So I've been obsessed with yakitori lately. And making my own yakitori. And these yakitori grills, they're made in Japan. They're, like, handmade. They're beautiful. They're, like, 300 bucks. Oh, my God. I want one. It's oh my gorgeous. God. They're gorgeous. Fits about 12 skewers. Fits four patties. Feeds four to seven people. Okay. So here's the thing. They don't even have – I looked for an Instagram. All I found was, like, a distributor in Finland who's, like, selling them. <laughs> So I didn't even DM them. They don't even have an Instagram, Conroe. She's the hottest chick in town. <laughs> She's you know? the hottest chick in town. And I I will track her down and I will I will I will woo her. Uh, oh woo her, yeah. Woo her. <laughs> uh, all right. I will Tell woo her. Tell me about this. Yeah. So here me. was how I wooed her. So on Amazon, it's basically like It's like 450 bucks on Amazon, and I saw that it's sold by a place in Torrance, which is a town here in Southern California, has a very big Japanese population. That's right, yes. So I reached out to the store. Hi, I'm Dana Dute. I have a podcast. I have Food Network show. I would love to to promote your, your, it was like a Japanese, like, warehouse, like a, uh, like a warehouse where they sold Japanese stuff. Okay, so you, would, so you reached out to them to to promote their Japanese, their, their yes. warehouse full of Japanese things. <laughs> Literally, I was like, I will get in my car, drive to Torrance, and we'll do a little walk around. Look at this aisle. This is where they have ramen bowls. This is cool, right? Like it. <laughs> and the guy wa- had wanted nothing to do with me. Nothing to do. I was like, I I have eighty two thousand followers. I have a blue check mark. He didn't care at all. 
And I was like, so no discount. He's like, no discount. I was like, fuck. And then I went on eBay. Damn. Did you pitch eBay? Did you please tell me you pitched eBay? <laughs> please tell me I you called. I have a blue check. <laughs> I have. I will promote the selling of sketchy products used and and possibly fake on a platform that is accessible to all. <laughs> Oh man, uh, I should have. No, I should. I, I didn't think about that. I'm gonna DM eBay now. <laughs> um. So yeah, I found some guy who's like an import export guy who does stuff on eBay. Okay, this is this is classic Dana, dude. I, I just want you to know that like almost every story is yeah. I got this sent to me f- straight from Japan. Like opened it and it was like wrapped in Japanese newspaper. It was like Autentico. Oh, muy autentico. They were like, I, you know, I took Google Translate to see what the story's about. It was like <laughs> cherry blossom season is coming up soon, um, and <laughs> then wait. So did you? They did send it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I paid for it. Oh, you paid for it. I had to pay it. for it. But wait, but you paid, paid for it. it. You paid for it. It was it was cheaper, right? You got a good price. I, it was cheaper, but I I didn't get a discount from him. He didn't care either. He was like a <laughs> look, dude. I'm like a YouTube import. What am I gonna? I I did say I will promote your not YouTube. I I said I will promote your eBay store if you want. Please don't. And he was like, he's like, please don't. You no, know, this was actually really sad because he actually like recognized me and he's like, aren't you like a famous guy on TV? Why are you asking for a discount? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I was just kidding. JK, JK, I'll play full price. I'll, I'll leave a tip. Can you leave a tip on eBay? Uh, I'm, I have money. I'm, I'm doing fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> so, anyway. But you um, love this grill. It was worth uh, it for Okay, this let's go back grill. to it. What, tell me about the grill. Uh, the Conroe grill is great. It's, um, it's the best thing about it is the heat retention. So it'll retain heat longer than like a any other grill like uh you know that you can get at at, at a home depot or whatever then a uh, weber. not knocking those yeah and weber it, like not yes. knocking not knocking them sure, but sure you, know. you want to be open to a free one if it was to come your way yes oh yeah if weber gave me a free one i'd, I'd be like oh this is so much better than conroe not even a question <laughs> like <laughs> but <laughs> everybody <laughs> on this podcast can be bought i think if that isn't clear and oh again, to, to Suchin's point, bottom price. <laughs> oh, $4. Price. $4 yeah. per post. <laughs> Guys, is it, you know what? Wait a second. I'm realizing something. Wait, Sujin, are you, are, were you, are you child of immigrants? I am. Yes. Yes. Cool we're all child. Yes. We're all ch- children of immigrants. I'm telling you, yeah. I think this is what it is. Because we grew up in a culture. Free well, money yeah. is worth more than actual real money. Yes. It, yes. The value of it. It's on a different currency. You can't say yeah. no to and it. I know. You can't no. say no. And I'm with you. There are times, Koo, when when we get stuff and I'm like agonizing over like posting and I hate doing all that. And I'm thinking in my mind, this is $13. Like, I, I have right. to value myself more <laughs> at this point. It's like becomes a self-esteem convo and it gets dark it gets really effing dark because i at the end of the day most of the time say no i think i 
I think I am worth $13 and not a penny more. And and then I oh. post it. And I get it, Dan. I get it. What about this aged balsamic vinegar? Okay, so if I haven't been painted myself in the corner of food elitist yet, this is going to really it's going to really put me there. It's going to okay. cement me in there. I'm ready. Okay, so most balsamic vinegar that that everyone has is not real balsamic vinegar. Shots fired. Okay? <laughs> it is like a it is a red wine vinegar that is that is given um like a sort of a fragrance, almost like a perfume to have that balsamic smell. It's not real balsamic vinegar, though. Real deal balsamic vinegar has to, A, come from Modena. B, has to be 100% Ventresca grapes. C, yes, it has to be aged for a certain amount of time. Uh, And D, it can only be served in one type of bottle. There's only one bottle that all aged balsamic can go into and is designed by the guy who designed Ferraris in the 1970s, okay? What? So it's just beautiful. What? Now, here's the thing. It ain't cheap. No, it's of course really not. expensive. It's like it's like 125, 150 bucks a bottle and but the thing is it's supposed to be used so sparingly. This is not like, oh, let me make my salad and just put a bunch of balsamic in. Like this is something that you want to put a little bit over like a beautiful aged ribeye that you cooked, you know? It's like it's used as like a seasoning like that. It's it's full of umami. It's sweet, it's tangy. It's it's just like an ethereal flavor that makes regular you can't even have regular balsamic after that which is fine like i use i use other vinegars for my you know my bulk vinegars but having some of that throwing a little bit of it on ice cream even Ooh. on strawberries wow do it in that soft voice dan yeah this is on real sexy yes on a risotto on a risotto with porcini mushrooms Ooh. Yummy. It is divine. And let me tell you, I had a bottle that lasted me 10 years. So long longer than any relationship you've ever had. Oh okay. shots okay. shots fired okay. again. How could you how could you say that to the star of bajillion dollar properties? <laughs> that is the the chutzpah. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. It's okay. <laughs> Japan's enemy number one. DM <laughs> Maestro. Oh, I will, I will get a Japanese product. I will. One day, I will get one sent to me. Dan, you love Aesop for that skin. You put it all upon your body. Tell me why you like Aesop so much. Please tell me they sent you free stuff because I feel like this company is also a big middle finger. Let me tell you something. I wouldn't be surprised if this company was actually based in, in Japan, Japan because they <laughs> That's that good. Have, never, they have never responded to any of my DMs. At all, okay? So there's two moments in my life where I made upgrades that changed my life that were Ooh. unnecessary upgrades okay. that I that I needed, okay? Actually, three, three. Okay, the first one was when I started to make enough money uh, to get daily wear contact lenses. That was a game changer for me. I was like, whoa, I am Daddy Warbucks. I feel like this is this is what it feels like to be a, a Rockefeller. Ta- I could toss them every night. I toss them. I throw them in the fire. <laughs> yes, I throw them in my fire that's being lit by hundred dollar bills. Um, 
second thing was fluff and fold laundry in New York City. When I could, I, when I could afford that, I was like, oh my god, this is what it feels like to be the one percent. I am. I've. I've made it. You know, whenever Bernie Sanders says like three people control all the wealth, I'm like, I, I'm, I must be the fourth. I must be the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, fluff and fold in New York. Did, did, I, no other city, right, in in this country does it like that. No other city for that price. No, right? It's way more expensive everywhere else. Yeah, which is so crazy. Yeah, because it's the most expensive city in like the world. But for some reason, fluff and fold has not caught up with inflation in New York. Um, and the third thing, which is a recent thing, was I want Aesop products in my home. I like the way they look. I like they, the way the yeah. bottle looks. And I'm not going to lie. I'll tell you what I did for a while, guys. I would get the Aesop product. I would be done with the Aesop product. And then I'd fill it with Dr. Bronner's. Okay. This is some immigrant shit right here. <laughs> Child of so immigrant that I shit right the here. Ball. I, I would sit there. Now, here's the thing. The consistency of Dr. Bronner's is way thinner than whatever the Aesop stuff is. So people would be at my at my house and they would they would press the thing and it would just like spray all over their clothes. Because they didn't know they have to you have, you got to cover it with your hand and then and also Dr. Bronner's just smells like you know like spearmint just like fucking exploded in your in your home so they're like this is an Aesop flavor this this seems really aggressive I'm like yeah it's a new thing there it's like I don't know it says orange it? mandarin on the bottle Dan Dan take it from a ninja here what you've done wrong is is you've waited till the very end what you do is you either pour out half of it or use half of it. And then fill it with the Bronner's, shake it up, get it, re- get it in there, so and that mesh it, wow. and mesh it, so that the the ruse is is still there. It, it's it's almost believable, and and they're not going to be so emboldened to to call you out on on some thin liquid coming out of your your Aesop. So the viscosity will be a, a little better, but you know the confusing scent though might tip them off. The yes. orange spearmint I'm, might tip them off. But yes, the Suchin, that is high level right there. But look, I had this moment where like, you know, I took the I took the the bottle of Aesop that I had and I like I you know, I, I turned it left and right so I could really gauge in the viscosity. And then I was in the supermarket in like the soap aisle and I was picking up soaps and turning them to see if the viscosity was the same. And then I just had this moment of like, Dan, what are you doing? This is pathetic. <laughs> You're the star yeah. of bajillion dollar properties. <laughs> Why are you doing this? So after that, I was like, you know what? I'm paying full price for Aesop. Uh, it, you know, I worked hard for this. Yeah. I worked my ass off. You did. And I look at it now and I'm proud. It's like, it's like, yeah, I worked really hard for that. And and I can do it. I can afford it. Because I'm getting free hot sauce and free tuna. And so, you know, I deduct that price from how much, you know, the Aesop costs. <laughs> That math checks here. I would say that that math is correct. Dan, the, the last thing I'm going to ask you about is a dog. What are you doing? Mm. Dan, okay. what are you doing? It's a living thing. What are you doing, Dan? I have always toyed with getting a dog. I've always wanted to get a dog. When I moved to LA, I was like, I really want to get a dog. And I was like, I want to get a Vishla. 
and I looked up where to get vishlas, and there was a breeder in San Diego, and I drove down to San Diego, and I met this, you know, born-again Christian breeder. They're all born-again Christians for some reason. And I meet her, and I meet the vishla, and I'm like, this is great. I definitely want this dog. I put a down payment on the vishla. She's like, okay, I'm going to go uh, and, you know, neuter. The dog's going to get neutered uh, this week, and then you can come pick it up. I was like, cool. Then I'm home, and I was like, what have I done? I don't – I can't do this. I can't have this dog. But I was so humiliated that I, like, committed to this woman, and she sent me an email that was like, oh, my God, you're going to be such a great – uh, oh, George is going to be going to love you. You're going to be the best owner for George. George is going to have such a great time in your home. I'm so glad George found you. And I'm like, how am I going to do this? So I made up this whole lie where I sent her this email and I was like, hey, Betty, so great to meet George. Listen, um, this is crazy, but I just found out I'm in the final runnings to be a writer for Saturday Night Live. So I might have to move back to New York. <laughs> Uh, I will let you know soon. It's it's both a lie and a manifestation. You know what I mean? Like you're just throwing. It's I love how also that is working for you. The lie it could work. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I promise I will let you know as soon as I find out. She's like, okay, yeah, please let me know. And then two hours later, I was like, oh my god, amazing news! Dan, I just found out. I'm going to be a writer. I have to move to New York. It's such a bummer. I'm not going to be able to get George. I'm so sorry. Um, it's really awful. I, I really love the dog. I wish, it's, I hope it's going to, I'm sure it'll have a great home. And she writes back three words. Shame on you. <gasps> and it was like a dagger in my heart. And then like I doubled down on my lie for no. some reason with this with this stranger. I'm like, how dare you? I worked my whole life to, for this. This is a lifetime achievement to be a writer on Saturday Night Live. And then she just sent me back my deposit and never said anything again. I can't believe she sent you back your deposit. I can't believe she sent it back. She sent it back. Uh, which brings us back to now. So I'm back in my dog fever. Um, no, Dan. And I was, no, Dan. Dan, 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 Wait, I'm sorry? What's, no, what's no, the no, problem? Dan. I don't understand. Dan, I don't get it. Dan, let's go I can't believe, I can't right believe we're looking at dogs <laughs> again for Dan. Guys, 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 I got this. I got this. No, I got this. I got this. No, Dan. SNL's coming knocking again. By the way, great merch for whatever project you're working on. Shame. On you, like I, I mean, the, the that I'm still recovering from that. That that stole my breath. When was the last time you heard someone say "shame on you" in like a serious way? Not like "shame on you," like "shame," like a shame be upon your home, yeah. like "shame yeah. on Dan, you." A, a yeah. lot of decisions and and my personal is based on never hearing that <laughs> because I don't want that so bad. <laughs> so that was a while ago. Now you're on another dog site. Okay, so I went on one of these sites that, you know, they're like the, the Cosmo questions, like, answer these 10 questions, we'll tell you what dog is best for you. And, you know, so I answer the questions, and it spits out, you, my friend, are a 100% match for a Cherneco del Etna. What the heck? Oh, I've never heard of this dog breed before. What I'm is like, this? What is a Cherneco del Etna? And so I look it up, and it's, I'm like, oh my god, this dog is so goofy, I love it. And 
it's and it's got a cool story. Like they're only in Sicily, and they were like pharaoh hounds were related to them, and they they would hunt rabbits, and they're like very finicky, like me. I was like, oh, this could be a good match. Anyway, everyone I showed this dog to is like, that's literally the ugliest dog that <laughs> is in the world. My brother calls it a Nazi dog because it does have like a little like an it's intense kind of very upright. Yeah, and it's and it's is it hairless? I mean, is there hair on it? <laughs> or are these images okay. of just one dog? It looks the- it looks like a yakitori skewer. If I'm just gonna be honest with you. Okay, it's a it, it also it's an athletic hunter dog, Dan. Let's just talk about your lifestyle. Go okay, ahead. Okay, okay, yes, ahead. you've Fluff only been fold. on one, one hunting podcast. Right, 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 right. You're right, but right. you're you're you know, you're a writer and yes, an influencer and an influencer. Yeah. yeah I don't know it. if it's a match in lifestyle, you know what I mean? But let's you're hear still... your pitch, Dan. Let's hear your pitch. Well, my pitch is I DM'd the breeder and I'm like, give me a discount on this fucking dog and I will put you on the map. <laughs> Please let it be the same San Diego. <laughs> She's like, wait, what happened to SNL? I'm like, oh yeah, now I now I'm writing <laughs> now, now I'm writing on Barry. The writer's room is in LA. I'm back here. <laughs> so, okay, this is your dream dog, but you're not gonna get the dog. I don't think I'm going to, but at night I do watch videos of it and I fantasize about getting it. I do on YouTube. No one else likes it. I just don't know if your energies match and you don't have like land for it to run on and actually hunt things. That's just the piece because a dog that is bred for that and meant for that, they will start to be destructive if they don't get that. So you have to just buy a farm. You have to buy a farm. Yeah. So are you going to DM a farm? Yeah. (laughs) I will DM a farm. (laughs) You're just going to, like, look at a farm. Like, are you Mm. on Instagram? I'll put your farm on the more on the map. I mean, if if celebrity (laughs) is not to be used to get free stuff, then what is it for? Uh, I've gotten out of so much stuff. By just like I know this hey, about you. I know this about you. Know, you know, so it's like uh, this is why we do this. Well, oh, oh, I want to be an artist and bring my art to the world. No, I don't. I want free fucking tuna. That's all I want. I'm a simple man. <laughs> and a farm. And a farm for my so doggy. And a farm and a free dog that can roam on this farm. Dan, tell all of the companies that are listening right now, how, how where can they DM you? What what are your socials? I thought you'd never ask. Um, <laughs> my socials are at standupdan. It's very easy because I do stand-up and my name is Dan and no one can spell a dude. So standupdan on Instagram and on Twitter and on TikTok and on all the things. Dan, wow. Dan, I love you. I love you, Danny. I love you, too. Love you, Danny boy. That's all for today. You can find links to Dan's new book and all of his Add to Carts on Instagram at Add to Cart Pod. They're also in the show notes. There's a straight line between the links and your adding to cart. We made it really easy. Thank you so much for joining us today. Bye. Well, that's it. There's more Add to Cart with Lemonada Premium. Subscribers get exclusive access to bonus content, like where we give you an unfiltered look at the actual last thing we bought. Subscribe now in Apple Podcasts. 
Add to Cart is a production of Lemonada Media. Our producers are Claire Jones and Keegan Zema. Our associate producer is Tiffany Bui. Our assistant engineer is Bobby Woody. The music is by Wasabi and produced by LA Made It and oh so familiar with additional music by APM Music. Executive producers are Kulap Vlysak, Sujin Pak, Jessica Cordova Kramer, and Stephanie Whittles Wax. Be sure to check out all the items we mentioned today on our Instagram at Add to Cart Pod. Follow Add to Cart wherever you get your podcasts or listen ad free on Amazon Music with your Prime membership. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.